Hey, what's going on, good people? Welcome back to another episode. I hope everybody had a great weekend. Um, your week is starting off well. I hope you enjoyed the Super Bowl. That was a great game. Great, 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 great halftime show. And that is what I'm here to talk to you about today. Man, it felt great. I'm like, am I the old man now? Because that shit was dope. From beginning to end, that shit was dope. Um, opened up with Dr. Dre and Snoop. But honestly, before we go any further with the uh, songs and all that stuff, just it was almost 50 Grammys or 50 Grammys between everybody that was on stage yesterday. Dr. Dre has seven. Snoop has 17. Oh, I'm sorry. Snoop has zero. But he was nominated for 17. Um, Mary J has nine. That's kind of hard to believe. But, I mean, she's been doing her thing for 20-something, 30 years. So Eminem has 15. Kendrick has 13 already. Wow. Um. 50 Cent doesn't have any? I guess not. But um, that's crazy. And I think Snoop should have at least one. But that's insane that it was that much talent. And the Grammys, I mean, if you don't have one of those, that does definitely does not mean you're talented because it's a lot of people that got snubbed. Even The Weeknd got snubbed on some Grammys. So, uh, I mean, that's not the end-all, be-all like it was anymore. But that's still impressive. Almost 50 Grammys between everybody on the stage. Um, and they came and they rocked it, man. Um, who thought they would see the day? I mean, I'm younger. I'm only 30 years old. But who thought they would see the day where it would be a black dude <laughs> on the halftime show, crip walking, and throwing up the big C? So I'm like, that's crazy. Uh, but it, I'm glad the world is changing um, slowly but surely. Um, it was good to see that. It was good to have some songs that made you feel good again, like, Felt like a kid again. Um, they opened up with the next episode by Dre and Snoop, and they did uh, Snoop's verse first. I believe that Jay-Z wrote this song, and after they rap it, you can honestly hear Jay-Z all up and through it. Um, but yeah, this dude was saying his rap, and Crip walking on stage and threw up a C. I still can't believe that. I'm like, I mean, you can say anything on TV, but I'm like, wow. This dude Crip walked on TV, and Throw it up. I'm not even involved in the game. None of lifestyle, none of that. And I was like, this is impressive. <laughs> Brings me back to being an eight-year-old kid. Like, wow. What a time to be alive. Then Dr. Dre opened up with his first bar of uh, that song. And then he jumped into California Love by him and Tupac. Man, when I thought they were about to have a hologram with Tupac, I was just like on the edge of my seat the whole time. Like, what's about to happen? Is it happening? Is it happening now? This is crazy. Um, but yeah, man, I'm like, this is wild. Song was big. 95 is big now. I was just up the whole time well, on the edge of my seat. I didn't really dance, but I'm like, man, this is dope. Well, this is one of the best halftime shows ever. And that's just the first couple minutes of it. I'm like, this is one of the best ones. Personally, I do think uh, Prince was. The Weeknd was until yesterday. Now, I think The Weeknd is, like, number two. I think yesterday was tied 
it's tied with Prince. I don't think nobody ever beat Prince, but that's tied with Prince. And then The Weeknd obviously moved down the spot. But because that, that was dope. That was a dope halftime show. Then after Snoop and Dre the first time, they had my man 50 come out. 50 put on a little bit. I'm not about to lie to you. I mean, he's not a fat mess, but he put on since 2003. And I mean, you get older, you gain weight. And dude is filthy rich, so nobody's occupying his time. He can eat <laughs> all the good steaks and everything he wants to. So, I mean, if that's the worst thing in the world, it's gaining a little bit of weight over the last, what, 15 years, 19 years, whatever, then, oh, well. <laughs> but uh, he came out to uh, in the club, and I was going off by that point, going completely off. This was like sixth grade um, at Crenshaw. Man, what a time to be alive. This whole thing was nostalgia, even though, like, this wasn't my favorite type of music ever, but man, did it bring back some good feelings and some good memories. I tell you what, like, I didn't know I loved it that much. I can tell you that. I can tell you that for certain. Then we have Mary J. Blige, which was clearly, to me, the weakest point of the halftime show, but she still did her thing. The crowd, her whole performance, the crowd was disengaged. She was singing breakup songs, which is her lane. She's made a career out of it. Um, I don't wish they took her off the ticket because it was still um, nostalgia with her song. Um, and is Dancery. I forgot the song. I forgot the name of the song, but... Um, just from a nostalgia standpoint, it was nice to have her on the ticket, but it was definitely the uh, most, how can I say this, the most um, disengaging from an audience standpoint, from a viewer standpoint, it was the most disengaging part of the halftime show. So um, it was good for what it was, and I know probably from her, I can't say I know because I never performed at the um, Super Bowl before, but I'm sure just from an artist standpoint, that still has to be like, wow, I did the Super Bowl. I've been in this music industry for this many years, and I did the Super Bowl. So congratulations to Mary J. Blige. Wasn't the most exciting part of the uh, evening, but she did her thing in her own right. And then here comes Kendrick. I think it was just the middle part of the show because this part, I was disengaged. Uh, no disrespect to him. Those songs were just old. They came out like 2015, so... I mean, not old as Snoop and Dre, obviously, but they're seven years old, and I guess it was just too conscious in a way. Um, not saying it was a bad thing at all, but I don't know. It just was disengaging for me until we got to the end. He was like 35 summer something, something. They forgot about Dre, and then that's when they brought Eminem and Dr. Dre back, so I thought that was dope. And then M came out and opened his bars with uh forgot about dre the opening lines to that and then the crowd erupted so they got their crowd participation back which i thought was great because they were losing them to be honest um in the middle part with mary and kendrick but uh when they started the third half of it they uh got the crowd back then they transitioned from forgot about dre to uh lose yourself by M and the crowd at this point goes absolutely crazy. I'm talking to you as if you did not see it, but I'm sure if you live in America, you've seen it. Night is 99% chance you saw this. If you live just 
on earth, <laughs> there's a good chance that you saw this. But I'm just talking to you as if there's some slim chance you didn't watch football, didn't care for the halftime show. I'm telling you, you missed something great. So they transitioned from Lose Yourself, well, to Lose Yourself, from Forgot About Dre. Crowd goes crazy. And now I'm sure Eminem's about to start rocking the house down. And what a just a fitting song. You got one chance, one opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted in the Super Bowl. If they, I'm sure they didn't listen to it. They probably had halftime speeches and all that stuff, but that had to get you hype. Just, I don't know, got me hype. I wasn't even playing in the game, and that shit got me hype to do something. And, and if that song don't move you in some kind of way to be the best in whatever you do, I don't care if you work at a grocery store, just to be at the best at whatever you do, something is wrong with you, to be honest. Then after Lose Yourself, Dr. Dre gets off the boards and jumps on the piano and starts playing I Ain't Mad At You. By this point, me, as well as the rest of America, was convinced there was a holler room with Tupac at this point. I'm like, they're going to have a holler room with Tupac, and everybody's just going to go nuts. They're going to burn L.A. to the ground, and we're just going to have a great time. But that did not happen. But from there, we did get a pretty good Constellation Prize. Um, he stopped playing um, I Am Mad At You, and he jumped into the next episode, which Jay-Z wrote, um, Dr. Dre and Snoop's Versus for, not The Chronic Volume 2. But then Snoop and Dre performed that to close out the evening. Then Mary J. Blige comes on the stage, 50 Cent, Eminem. And they have dancers doing the exaggerated dance of the Crip Walk on the uh, map of L.A. So, all in all, this was a great halftime show. It's going to go down in history to me as tied for the best one. But top three, probably, of everybody's, uh, in everybody's opinion. Great show, great show. Transitioning to the game, um, the L.A. Rams won it 23-20. to 20. They gave the MVP to Cooper Cup. I believe he had two catches. He beat Eli Apple to win the game in the last couple seconds. Um, Odell got hurt. I felt bad for him, but at least he got the ring. So he accomplished what he left Cleveland for. So that was great. Um, Aaron Donald got one. I think Aaron Donald might be done after this year. I'm surprised they didn't give him um, the MVP. But Cooper Cup was more than deserving of getting that MVP. So congratulations to him. And hopefully now, because contracts, people retire, and everything in between. But hopefully the Cincinnati Bengals can come back. Got Joe Burrow. Got Jamar Chase. Got a good running back. You need to draft a line. You need a tackle. You need You need a line. So you just got to start somewhere and getting those pieces to project protect Joe Burrow. Um, those boys are getting beat up. Granted, they're playing against Aaron Donald and Von Bell and Von Miller and those guys. But I mean, come on now, they're gonna need they're gonna need somebody, especially playing against Miles Garrett twice a year. Um, Pittsburgh's defense. Baltimore's defense. They're going to need some people. So um, I'm just excited to see what's going to happen with them. I never thought even in college that Eli Apple was the answer. So hopefully they 
move on from him, from him. I mean, if they don't, they don't. I'm not a Bengals fan. But it was it was a breath of fresh air to see an Ohio team in the Super Bowl. Like, no matter how old or young you are, unless you're like 80 years old, you've never seen Cleveland in a championship game. They won the NFL championship in 1965, but nobody remembers that. My dad was just born that year. So, like, nobody I know in my life remembers a Cleveland team, let alone, well, a Cleveland team be good. And my dad was young. He was, like, 20 when the uh, – 23 when the uh, Bengals were last good. So it was good to see them in it. Um, I hope they actually come back. But as Dan Marino, he went in his second year and never went back. So it's no guarantee. It's no shoe-in that she'll be back. But – um, for Joe Burrow's sake, I hope they do come back, and I hope they win one sooner than later, because he's a cool dude. You can't help but to not like, you can't help but to like Joe Burrow. So, I hope they come back and he gets a ring. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about my dudes, Jose Chavez and Adam Rogers. They have a project that go by the name of Maladaptive, and their song is called Blood Moon. So stick around. We'll be right back. back thanks for coming back joining me again we are going back into the music um my good people um jose chavez and adam rogers have a electronica song out called blood moon and they go by the name of maladaptive i hope i'm saying that right fellas um electronica music they have a sweet sample on that and um I think it's pretty good. I think it's just a pretty good vibe, man. If I was you guys, I would check that out. Um, right now, they only have the single, and it's about four minutes long, but definitely something that'll make you move and groove. So uh, I would definitely go ahead and check that out. Um, been knowing Jose since I think we were tenth grade and tenth grade in high school. So wow, that's been a minute. 16 years and um i met adam through him pretty solid dude him and his brother pretty good solid dude so um y'all go ahead and check that out man um and look out for more music from them um pretty solid dudes and they're very talented so go ahead and check that out but that is all i got for you this week my good people um i just wanted to uh go ahead and talk about that uh halftime show because it was one for the ages but we will be back next Sunday. Came home last night. It was snowing and all that stuff after we left this. Uh, after my parent, after we left watching the Super Bowl. So uh, I just came home and started resting. My eyes been watering for like twelve hours straight. So I didn't have the energy to do it last night. But I will be back next week to bring you guys the new episode on time. So look out for me. Let's run these numbers up. Give me a five-star review on Apple Music. Give me a positive star or however they do it on Spotify. Um, you can also listen to it at buzzsprout.com backslash the B-Sides with K-Fonts. Just let's run these numbers up. 
give me um some good support, man. I really appreciate it. But um until next time, everybody enjoy the rest of their week. Um and we will talk to you guys next Sunday. All right. Bye.